Hey besties and welcome back to episode 47 of Candid Cloud Convos. At this point you should already know who it is but if we got new listeners then that's your girl Emilita and I'm your girl Gina and we're here to say some fucked up stories. But before we, we get there good ones. we got some good cheese for you too. We'll get into it right now. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just so guys today's an emotional episode. Yeah, we're announcing the celebration of the drum roll, our one year podcast, podcast anniversary. Woo-hoo. We have been here. We posted our first ever episode, September 1st, 2021. Here we are, September 1st, 2022. It's crazy because it really, really doesn't feel like a whole year has gone by. No, it's going to say at all. Like, flew by. Like yeah. That- fast yeah and we're almost to season three so so many milestones this month it's just so exciting so happy we do have a little um compilation video of our season well the ones that we have on video because our season one was initially like just audio but season two is when we started making them the both the video and audio so we do have a little compilation video if you want to check it out on our instagram so cute and twitter yes so yeah, thanks guys for having us here for a year. One year. And in that year, not to like brag or anything like that, we're very humbled about this, but we do have 28 countries listening to us. And in the United States, we do have 18 states listening to us, which is crazy. And pretty cool. Yeah, we're very grateful and excited to see what the next year has. Like, watch us be like all 50 states freaking 50 <laughs> countries or something like that would be so cool we'll definitely have to clip this back a year from now and see yeah. how much we've grown since then <laughs> so exciting and it's funny because in the episode that we did for the dogs was our season two premiere we ended up cheersing we're like cheers to season two blah 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 and like it's already yeah. almost over in a couple weeks so yeah That's crazy oh let's cheers to our oh yes yes uh, yes our anniversary period oh wait can you see let me bring it on this side cheers you can't see it lemonade it is strawberry lemonade cheers love you guys cheers with us if you're listening nothing like some good old sweet tea yeah we're not doing elk elkies right now but you know we will this weekend (laughs) (laughs) all right so for chisme we're just going to keep the ball rolling here. Yeah. We have some very, very interesting topics <laughs> this week. We said we were coming in with some juicy stuff and we, did, we delivered. We we're going to deliver. Yeah. We developed just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have seen yet, but Nick Cannon is expecting his 10th baby on this planet Earth. And um, it's with a woman named Brittany something. I forgot her last name. Mm-hmm. But I actually seen a fun fact about their other child that they have together. He's five years old and he is entering the second grade because he is extremely smart and gifted. Wow. Five years old. Like that's insane. Are kids getting smarter? Yeah. It must be in the water we're drinking or something. (laughs) In the purified water. (laughs) Um, Damn. But yeah, he's welcoming his 10th baby whenever he or she is born. They're going to have like 
30 grandchildren or I guess oh he my God, yeah have like 30 grandchildren one day right and I think he's talked about it before the reason why he like because a lot of people are judging him for having so many kids and baby mamas and whatever mm-hmm. and he's he has a condition where he knows that he will pass away like prematurely I guess um so that's the reason why he's having so many kids is because he feels like that's what his purpose is on the earth oh, wow yeah very serious but um I was gonna say I can't really say much about that <laughs> we're like I... we can't really say shit no yeah um, but yeah it's just also I heard that in order for because I had so many questions about like the dynamic coming from a blended family family I would see my mom sometimes and I was with my dad sometimes so when I was with my mom I would see my other siblings so I just was wondering like do the siblings all see each other like do they right. have a relationship you know like are they close yeah do they see each other and interact for like family parties or holidays or whatever I would definitely hope I don't know how he would maintain you know a career and also having to go to however many different baby mamas and seeing Girl, 10 different kids and I'll you know, tell you I will tell you right now how he do it how all the baby mamas have to go through his assistant in order to make quote unquote appointments to for him to see his children through his assistant I don't like that though yeah I don't like that do his baby mamas get along like enough to where the kids can all be together at a family party like we were talking about like does I think that's more the thing that I think about when I'm thinking okay well he has this many kids but yeah are they getting the proper you know one attention from him exactly and different homes and whatever he has to go to or if they're coming to him is it can they be together with the other I would hope so because it's really important like if you do have siblings even if you're not like as close or whatever like it you know that's your brother or your sister and like there's just a different type of bond with your siblings than anybody else you know or if certain ones are getting more attention than others or no (laughs) yeah yeah and I don't like having to go through an assistant so that you can come so that you're you can see your child yeah like you're gonna see your child when you if you're gonna be in the child's life and that's about it like I'm not gonna beg somebody to you know but at the same time these women at this point you know they know what they're doing what they're doing yeah yeah I'm saying like they know what they're getting themselves into is what I mean. Another man who knows what he's getting himself into and knows what he's fucking doing, whatever. If you haven't yet seen it, Elon Musk was tweeting about population collapse and how it's not because a lot of people will say, oh, like population control needs to happen because there's too many people. There's like what, eight, bil- eight billion people or something on the world, earth? <clears throat> yeah something like that something along the lines of that but according to him he says population collapse due to low birth rates is much a much bigger risk to civilization than global warming and i don't know how do you feel about that gina he said uh like not enough people giving birth yeah low birth rates is a much bigger risk to civilization than global warming so Benny and was like, okay, y'all, y'all heard him start fucking. <laughs> well, that kind of like, that was his retweet. Me. I know this goes um, very left, oh. but that makes me think like, is that why they're trying to ban or why they like overturn the mm. Roe versus Wade and they're banning abortions in a lot of states? I don't know. You know? Like, is that why they're doing that? Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Cause then. 
at the same that time it's like into a whole ass other conversation yeah it goes yeah. completely left but that's what it makes me think of if they're saying that that's the bigger risk than global warming even though that's a huge you know yeah problem. some people in his comments were like bro what the fuck are you talking about like people had mixed opinions about it yeah let us know what you guys think is there population um birth rates like do they need to be increased do we need to just go pop out babies or what but it's like how are people gonna be popping out babies they don't give us enough money to freaking live like that's how what i'm saying add a baby onto that you know what i'm saying he's like, not worried about it, it. Makes sense. he is not worried about it and neither is his dad because his dad <laughs> so elon himself has eight kids uh-huh. and his dad i don't know how you pronounce it is it arrow <laughs> i don't know Errol must looks like yeah um he stated that he felt the only reason for being on earth is to reproduce like he thinks that's the whole purpose of being on earth and he has also revealed that he had a child a second child with his stepdaughter three and a half years ago and they are no longer together no longer living together yada yada whatever but the fact that he had children i don't think they were ever married but still had children with his stepdaughter whom he helped raise it really gives me the, the creeps. creeps yeah yeah disgusting. that's disgusting <laughs> sorry it's our one-year anniversary fucking mind <laughs> no for real that's you gross like hearing an echo but in my brain <laughs> Besides that being disgusting, because I don't even know what else to say besides that. I can't even, I literally can't process it. Yeah. That's a whole (laughs) other thing. But another thing I've seen about Elon Musk, which kind of, I guess, would go back into population too, in a sense, was that there's a video, I think he was on a podcast. I don't know which one, so I'm not going to say it. Don't quote us. (laughs) Yeah. But they were asking him, like, do you think you can make immortality happen and he was and he kind of avoided the question a few different times and he yeah was saying, he was kind of dancing think, around it <laughs> yeah he was pretty much just saying i don't think there should be immortality because the people that would be getting it are people you don't want like to be to live yeah. forever you know like those are the people that are going to get to it first people in so, power celebrities yeah, whatever with like really old like mindsets and all that stuff too and then they're just gonna live forever and continue this process you know yeah so he's like, I don't think that it's a good idea, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, but do you think that it's that's possible. a possibility? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I think I can make it happen to an extent. He goes, but I don't want to. So he has the power. Like, he yeah. just said it so casually that he has the power to make immortality a thing. Like, how? Like, I don't know. What would it even that. take? Right. Is it you have to take a certain medication, like, is it like the movies where they get like shots and injections of certain shit and then they get the superpowers and whatnot? Right. Or they just, you know, can live forever through zombie apocalypses and all this stuff, you know? Like the yeah. movies are crazy, but if that is real. That's what I'm saying. Like, he definitely what else? has the money to do the research to do it. I mean, let's. And what else is a possibility? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, what else anything. are they working on that we don't know about yet? That's yeah. going to come out and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way. And it's not even going to be offered to the common everyday average Joe. Right. Mm. Let us know what you guys think about this whole whole thing, because it's just 
there it's funny because someone tweeted and it was like the the next generation is going to be full of uh, canon babies and musk babies that they're going to basically <laughs> populate populate the whole world with how many kids that they're having i seen i seen something like that too um on twitter where it was like you know how they said that by 20 something 20 30 something or whatever is going to be majority like the population will be majority minority if that makes sense right and they're like, yeah, because Nick Cannon's the one who's making all the babies. They're all <laughs> so stupid, but like, you never fucking know. I mean, he has a whole starting five lineup for a basketball team. And then, so, army. you know, yeah. and a whole backup team just in case. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Speaking of kids and you know, school, going to school, all of these things that kids will eventually do when they're, you know, to a certain age. This next topic infuriated Gina and I to our ever-loving core. So basically, there's a school district in South Missouri. We're calling y'all out. What the fuck is going on? What is going on? They made a very controversial announcement that they're planning to go back to corporal punishment, which means that they're going to be able to. So it's kind of confusing because it says that school district employees are able to do that, but teachers are employed by the school district. So does that mean like faculty is able to do that as well? As in what? like? Because it says specifically school district employees have the right to punish students by paddling them as a quote-unquote last resort option and parents have the option to opt in or opt out but when you're walking around and you see something happen how are you gonna know that kid's parents opted in and I can hit them like yeah how is this gonna work and why right and then if it's the option also of opting in and opting out then it's kind of like okay well I know I can hit these kids so if they even act up like it just sounds me watching them so I can beat them like right I don't understand it I really don't We're like, oh, you better watch out because I could hit you. Yeah. Like, you know, and then it, I don't know how that helps with the other kids that then know that they can't get hit. Exactly. And, and then know. they'll push it further than, you know, it's yeah. just, and you're instilling fear that you're going to be harmed physically by someone you're supposed to instill confidence in and like trust yeah. in and be able to go to these people when you need help. But like, I don't see how that's going to work. And obviously we know that this used to happen before like everywhere you know but there's a reason why it stopped and I don't think there's anybody that grew up in the times where they could get hit in school and were hit in school that they're like oh no yeah this needs to happen this needed to come back like I don't think anyone's gonna be like oh yeah this is a good idea exactly I just you know I see it going so south so south and it's and the the reasoning was because they're saying how we talked about this before how kids are getting very disrespectful and they need to do something about it blah 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 but I'm like I just don't that wasn't the answer though that that's that's not not the way yeah it's not the way like I understand where you're trying to go with it but this isn't the way to do it right you know that's crazy yeah absolutely crazy I never thought in our in our time that it would revert back to that like right and a lot of things are sadly like reverting back to really old you know old like what to call like old school ways of thinking yeah you know but Again, not like progressive I guess yeah you know so it's just really weird I understand that things are coming up more now because things have shifted but yeah. 
it doesn't mean you, you now go back. It means we figure out how to work with that from here. Right. You, know? you don't take steps backwards. Like you just learn how to pivot from there. You know? Yeah. So, but speaking about feeling about kids being feeling safe at school, Mm -hmm. um, a principal just, I don't know what school it came from, actually, it doesn't say, Mm -hmm. but he sent out a message to all of the parents at his school and it went viral because it was very heartfelt Mm -hmm. and I wanted to read it because it's really cute. And I think it's really cute. I think it's something that all schools should give out, should send out to parents, you know, like the newsletter or whatever you get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it reads, dear parents. Classes are almost starting and I want to ask you for a favor. Sit down with your sons and daughters for five minutes and explain to them that being very tall, short, chubby, skinny, black or white is not a reason to make fun of anyone. That there's nothing wrong with wearing the same shoes or sneakers every day. Explain that a used or broken backpack carries the same dreams as a car or a character. Please teach them not to exclude anyone for quote unquote being different or not having the same possibilities as they do. Explain to them that teasing hurts Explain to them that they go to school to learn and not to compete, not to criticize, and not to humiliate. Explain to them that they and their classmates are worth the same. Education begins at home. Best wishes for a great academic year. That is so beautiful. And I loved it. I love the perfect tone for what it should be normally. Yeah. Normalize everybody because what is normal? Like, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's something you kind of learn as you get older. Like I know, I remember in, uh, when I was in elementary school, like kids are getting made fun of for wearing the same outfit or oh, yeah. whatever, stuff like that. And then as you get older, you start to realize why or yeah. like what could be going on. It's not cheap. But it's, yeah, like very, people are very limited to what you can get. I was never the one that could go on a full ass shopping spree before yeah. school. Like I had a limited amount and that was blessed to even have enough to be like, okay, we're going to go school shopping exactly. to some extent, you know? Right. But I like that he included, you know, wearing the same clothes or shoes, being different. It happens. And it does. Yeah. Everyone's struggle looks differently, exactly. especially at that age. Yeah. A lot of the times you don't even know you're struggling, you know? Yeah, like yeah. In our house, that's how it's always been. You don't even know that you're struggling sometimes. Until so a kid points it out. Exactly. I was just going to say, like, till someone tells you otherwise. And that's the same thing with insecurities, like we've talked yeah. about before. You don't think differently about yourself until someone makes you feel that way and, like, points yeah. it out in a negative way. So we always say it's just easier to be kind, and it does start at home. Like, you can't expect yeah. teachers and school faculty, principals, all that, to do all the work for you a good person like yeah you only have a short amount of years you know one to 18 zero to 18 to make them a good person to be set up for the rest of their lives in society you know yeah. it's just important that it happens not only at school because you can't just rely on them to teach them everything it has to be you got to work together yeah that's where it really does like it really is a community yeah because if it's not reciprocated at home or at school, vice versa, it's just not going to stick with a kid. Exactly. Or it could, but it'd be very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So speaking of, you know, everybody's struggles look a little different. Personally, me and Gina, um, it, it'll tie in in a second. Just, just give me a second. So I was watching TikTok as one does. Mm-hmm. And I came across a video that said and i quote it says when your therapist tells you that you offer acts of service not because it's your love language but because it's a trauma response and i was like i feel personally attacked 
And I know that made me sad. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Gina and I always say that acts of service is like our number one. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe it just depends on who you are. Right. However, I was just kind of like, wow. Like way to just take the joy right away from me. (laughs) I know. I never, I don't know. I never thought, I never even put the two together, I guess. But I think it just depends on obviously. I guess it could make sense though. It does. So it's also like, damn, what do I do with that information now? Because I've already accepted it as my love language. Yeah. But if it really does fill your heart and soul right then it I don't think you should listen to that I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to that's, hear your thoughts on it because I was like wow that's, that's so kind of messed up <laughs> I guess if you're doing it to somebody that doesn't appreciate it then I can yeah. understand you know from that yeah and it, but it said because for her specifically I didn't include it but it said uh, it's a trauma response for her fear of abandonment uh-huh like if she does all these things to keep right because she doesn't want to be left you know you know what Ugh, it's kind of off topic but kind of not at the same time but I'd seen a podcast where the girl was saying that she's specifically in her relationship like romantic relationship she's like I do everything for my man mm-hmm. like she's like I learn him like I study him um she's like I know by his breathing when he's asleep or I know like I cook him food I know you know, she's like, I'll do everything for him. So like, why would he need to leave and all that stuff? And so that had a kind of 50, 50, you know, people's opinion about it because they're like, that doesn't sound, he could, you could do everything, girl. You could be doing every single thing in the book. If he still wants to leave, he's going to leave. Yeah. So it's like, just because how they say Beyonce will get cheated on. Like just because she's looked at as the most beautiful woman in the world. Like it can still happen. Yeah. still happens. Mm -hmm. Like, so it kind of reminds me of that. Like maybe that's, for her in a sense maybe that makes sense that it could be a trauma response and she just you know thinks like if I do everything if I provide everything if I Mm -hmm. cook I clean I scratch his back like because that that was her example she's saying she scratches his back to sleep and she knows by his breathing when he's asleep fully Mm -hmm. and she's like I'll do it until you know like I know him she's like I know everything about him he doesn't need to do anything so like but is she doing it because she loves him and she wants to, or she's doing it because she's afraid that he's going to leave? Exactly. Exactly. So that's why you made me think about it is the fear of yeah. abandonment. She's doing it to try to keep him instead of just, right. oh, I want to do this. That's you know? so sad. Yeah. So it got, she said it very confidently. Like she was very sure in her, the way she was going about things and how she does things. But the response wasn't so sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I that kind of it- reminds me of that. Yeah, I think it just has like blurred lines. Like, yeah, for sure. If it's for you to fill your cup, seeing someone else happy that you did something for them, then that's different. You know, I'm so sorry. This cheese chatter might be kind of long because <laughs> it's funny. Someone, this reminded me someone said that there's nothing that you can do just recently. Mm-hmm. Someone was saying there's nothing you can do that's not selfish. And they're like, when you're doing nice things for people, it's selfish because it's making you feel good. And I'm like, and they, and, and, I was like, it's hard. Like, I guess no act is selfless, I guess. But at the same time, you shouldn't not do things for people just because you're going to be seen as self. Like, if you were to do something for me, I'm not thinking, oh, Gina's selfish as fuck for doing that for me (laughs) because she wanted to see me laugh. Like, no. (laughs) That's what I was like. I don't, I get, I guess where he's coming from. Yeah, it fills your cup. Yeah. But why is it considered selfish if it's also helping somebody else? And, and why is that wrong? Like, why is that a negative yeah. thing that 
I don't right. understand. Right. And I was just like, because they were making it seem like it was just, you can't do anything nice for anybody. It's always going to be se- like a selfish act. And I'm like, What's dude. an episode of can- something? You can do something nice for somebody. And if it makes you feel good, great. But yeah. sometimes you do something nice for somebody and sometimes it doesn't make you feel good. So then what? Exactly. You know, so you're just stuck. Damned if, yeah. you do, damned if you don't like you're never going to make everybody, every single person happy. So just do whatever makes you happy. Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's what but it talks down to. Selfish. Yeah. Well, like, call well, me selfish, okay. but we're living a good life over but here. I was going to say, at least I'm happy and I'm making yeah. the people around me happy. We're here for a very, 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 very short time. Like, it's really not that that big of a deal. Yeah. It, it's just Do not. nice things. Don't let, yeah. because someone tries to say it's selfish to do nice things for people, stop you from doing it. But the other flip side of that is like for certain YouTubers and stuff that would like specifically do charitable things and like record it just to put a video out. That's fucking wrong. That's selfish as shit. And I think it's really yeah, I think it's really weird. For me, the most ones that like kind of cringe me out is um, like homeless people when they go up to homeless people and record and they're like, I just get in their faces like, huh? Like in their faces or like if if they live in like a tent tent style type of like area yeah they literally will like record inside their tents and like showing all their stuff like that's their home what is wrong with you yeah that I think is really weird um and like again great that you're doing a nice thing I don't know why it has to be put on social media for that why do you need to brag about it or like get comments of people acknowledging that you did it if if it was for you then like and it should like you shouldn't have had to record it exactly you know, or put it on a social or media if you're gonna platform. record it for yourself then that's fine right. to see like what you did that day and like the people you have you know impacted in a positive way but you don't yeah. have to post it for other people to be like liking it and yeah yeah, yeah. the only um or i seen this podcast where she was talking about it was actually uh jesse if you remember you oh remember? i love her freaking podcast yeah. do we know them so I, I've never seen it. I never. I really like her, but I've never seen the podcast. But I've seen this oh, clip, so and it, it interested me. Interested me. Um, she was talking about David Dobrik, and she was saying how, because um, he's like he was known for giving away a bunch of like cars or money or things for people, like just doing really great things, right? Yeah. And um, she was talking about how. So this is one of those things where it kind of goes back to it being a selfish thing, right? So. Yeah. She was saying, yeah, he's giving away these cars, but it's part of brand deals and he's getting money for that. And so it's not as on top of that. Yeah. And it's not as charitable. So that one, like, I want to know what you think, because I kind of I have some thoughts on it, but I want to know what you think of that. Personally, if I was in a position of getting brand deals and I have the ability to give my best friend a fucking brand new G-Wagon, hell yeah, yeah, I'm going to give my bitch a brand new G-Wagon like. I'm yeah. going to put on the ones who were here supporting me the whole time. Right. Regardless. Like it's, I feel like it would be more selfish if he just has 10 cars sitting in his driveway and they're all yeah. his because he got them sponsored. Like, no, I'd rather give back to the people who have been here with me the whole time. Yeah. If that's selfish because I didn't pay for it, but I'm working hard in other ways. Like mm-hmm. the thing about social media is it might not look like a lot of work, but it is a lot of work. Yeah. Even just this podcast once a week, like we're not complaining at it at all promise you but like a lot goes into it you know yeah and so I just I I understand what she means but I also don't feel like it's that selfish because he's giving it to people he cares about it's not just yeah you know 
that's kind of what I was like thinking. He sold too. it to get like, the money. Yeah, I was like, but if it doesn't really matter that he's also getting paid for it because initially or originally he was going to get paid anyways. Exactly. So he's also if he's like if he said to them, okay, cool, but also throw in a car because I want to give it to my friend. Yeah. That's and he's good specifically for asking for it. Yeah, like he didn't have just because he didn't pay for it doesn't mean that he still didn't gift this to somebody that he definitely didn't have to. And I'm not saying like sticking up for him or nothing like that, but I think this specific thing of why not have his friends or family or loved ones or whoever reap the rewards also if he's going to get the money anyways. Exactly. And the thing is too, that maybe he was just smart enough to like negotiate his deals in that way. And they were willing to give it to him because of how many views he gets and the engagement that he has. So is, this is it game is smart hard, but move? you gotta play the game. You really right. do. You really do. Yeah. No, it's I, I think that set in that particular situation, he's putting his friends on, he's putting his family on. Period. Like he literally got a brand new and was like, Oh, my best friend wanted this brand new car, whatever. I don't have any, I don't want it. So cool. Boom, gives it to his best friend. Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? Just because he didn't pay for it. Exactly. Or because he got paid other money separate from that. I think it also comes from a place of jealousy because obviously it's just like these big, huge things that they're being able to gift and like these extravagant vacations. Like I think some of it probably does come from a place of jealousy. Not saying from Jesse specifically, no, not at all, but just in general. Like it's crazy some of the, even influencers will say like some of the things that they get gifted to them or sponsored, like they even will say it's fucking crazy. Like I never imagined doing this or I never imagined going out the country with a brand and not having to pay for a whole last vacation and whatever yeah. but they're doing work for them that trip or that car whatever right. it is like believe me they are doing the work behind the scenes yeah so i just thought it was interesting that is interesting. Um, view maybe but something we'll really cool give each other cars one day period <laughs> uh foreshadowing clip this back let us know <laughs> um something really cool that's just got announced whether it was yesterday this morning i don't know but i seen it this morning and i was like oh my god so bank of america is launching a mortgage option for first-time homebuyers in communities that are like have a high minority population um so they said specifically like latino and black communities yeah. but i think they're just saying in general minority communities um mm-hmm. the mortgage option is allowing for no down payment there are no closing costs and no minimum credit score. So the way that they would Crazy. kind of look back at your history would be your rent payments, utilities, phone bill, auto insurance bills, like things like that instead yeah. of your credit and That's whatnot. Amazing. So everyone's talking about it because it's like, holy shit, this is, am- yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Like it sounds so good and gives a lot, a lot of more people the opportunity to become homeowners, which is yeah. a huge, especially in California right that's a really hard so thing. many people in their whole entire lifetime do not become yeah. homeowners in yeah the it US. is hard and it you can go really through like hard. the whole process and at the very end it gets swept under the rug from you like it's very difficult to buy a house and especially if you don't have the good credit or whatever and there's so many reasons for that it's not just because oh you're not good with your money like so many things can happen where you need to use your credit card or exactly. whatever and opens a credit line with apartments alone like I don't know about everywhere, but with apartments alone, they're obviously so expensive and you have to make at least for most places like three times the rent. Yeah. So you could easily be doing that in a mortgage and actually like 
having something to show for it in a way. Yeah. Like there's nothing against people who live in apartments. I do myself. I get it. But if I had the option to have a house and like be able to do that route at this time without having to go through all that. Hell yeah. That's literally the whole American dream, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So they're saying the way that accessible until now. Until now, they say you can um, complete a homebuyer certification course through the Bank of America. Mm-hmm. And you just put in like the eligibility would come from your income mm-hmm. and your home location. So it has to be in a community where it's high minority they population. Approve but, it, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah, it's crazy. So do they have to buy a home in that same community? Yeah. Okay. They would have to. So it's probably like different communities, mm-hmm. but to be eligible for it it's probably like okay we'll find one in this community from a certain area yeah like already live in a certain area i don't know if it's come from or just buy the house in but how would you be eligible if you were in a minority community like would it be if you're like if you're a minority and your income is oh qualifies okay yeah Uh uh-huh that, I don't really know. That's a good question. I'm not really sure about yeah. that specific, but I'm sure, you know, going right. through the process, they'll ex- like map that out for you, you know? Because yeah. hopefully be they'd so be cool. able to choose like wherever they wanted. So if they had kids or something, they could look up like the best school and yeah. like, find somewhere near there, you know? Yeah. Just to like overall improve their entire life. But already getting a house, like that's amazing, you know? Yeah. Such so a huge blessing. I can't wait Especially to see for some us, of the stories sorry. that come out of that. For sure. Yeah. We'll have that'll to, be like, really cool. We'll have to circle Update. back and yeah, let you guys know. Okay, last thing. Tina has one <laughs> last thing for us, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys, if you're like stick with us. This is the last thing. If you don't I just thought it was so interesting. Chismate, you'll you see us in that. a different outfit. Just skip to that part. Yeah. <laughs> but so I had actually just heard, which is funny. I had just heard, seen a podcast. Actually, it was pretty basic with Brittany Broski on it, and they're talking about um, furry. And it was really funny episode that one. I really liked her. it um and they talked about furries and so I was like oh that's crazy and then me my boyfriend and his sister were talking and she brought up furries and I was like oh that's so crazy I was just listening to a podcast about it or where they mentioned it weird how that happened I know it's so weird what she was saying was that I don't know if it passed already or if they're this is what they're going for is that furries want to be considered as um a sexuality because so that you can't discriminate them so if like and this going into like schools so if you're in class and you write and so the teacher asks you a question you don't have to say a word you just like meow or whatever furry thing you want to you are yeah and they can't tell you anything because then they're discriminating against your sexuality and I just thought it was very interesting. Have no comments, questions, <laughs> or concerns. I have a lot of questions. And just a lot of questions. Like, because <laughs> I've never heard of this. I've, I'm genuinely curious. Really? You know? Yeah. Like, how does that No judgment involved here. We really want to know what yeah, that I've never... looks like. And, and does that also mean that you tend, don't have to do work? Because then you say, oh, I can't hold the pencil. I'm a, a cat. Like, do you know what I mean? Is that a bad question? I don't know. But I don't know, Gina. <laughs> let me know. 
it's genuine though it's coming from a very genuine place of, right. of curiosity no, we really um, to really understand curious. you know what what We're are the limits cats. <laughs> <laughs> like really please <gasps> if anyone's a furry that's listening to this would you <laughs> would you would be a dog or a bunny <laughs> now if you would come on this podcast <laughs> oh my god yeah we can ask no, like all the questions but do you get to choose when you meow and then when you just talk speak in oh, whatever yeah, language that might speak? not be helpful if they're just yeah. meowing back <laughs> <laughs> so genuinely how does this work meow 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 <laughs> Yeah, that might not be so helpful. You're right. <laughs> we do um, caption subtitles. On the <laughs> that thing where you type and it talks for you. <laughs> so yeah, any furries out there, let us know a day. in. Oh my God, maybe we could look up a day in our life video of furries oh. and see what their day in their life looks like. Yeah, because I've look seen, um, you know, I've seen My Strange Addictions where the, the guy, or was it My Strange Addictions? Or have you seen that clip where the guy's like, in all um, in all aspects except for physical, I am a wolf. And then he's dressed like a wolf and he's like, you know, are those furries, right? There's a girl yeah. who was like a, a cow or a horse or something. <laughs> I'm a bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the answers for you, Gina. I really don't. <laughs> I would love to. Maybe. Um, I would love for someone to. Maybe. Out. Let's, let's sit on this topic and we'll do a choose my update once we've done further research so we can come back and answer our own question. We'll watch some furry, um, furries content this weekend. Yeah. While we're together. <laughs> come we back end next up, week. Like getting epiphanies that we want to be on to. <laughs> I'm a dog wolf bitch huh i'll be an elephant if that counts <laughs> but- <laughs> I can't. oh my god hopefully you guys enjoyed that chisme it was real juicy this this week like gina said we're gonna get into some fucked up stories so go ahead girl take it away so this one this one this first one's a little bit long and I even took some parts out just like trying to make it a little bit shorter. Yeah. So grab a snack. <laughs> grab a snack. Be prepared. I just don't. You're going to have to tell me what you think about this one. Okay. Okay. So the title is today I fucked up by asking my date to show me their cold sore. Oh. <laughs> I've been chatting with this guy who lives two hours away for like six months on and off. He's extremely cute and a bit of a micro influencer type. What's micro-influencer? Micro-influencer is like a, he's starting Aww. to make content. Okay. Like he's a content creator, but on a small scale, yeah. Okay. He seemed interested. We did some cyber sex several times and whatnot, but trying to get to know him was so hard because his texting was often really cold and I just didn't know the right way to try to build a connection. So I was really eager to meet him in person and find out if we actually liked each other for real or maybe just push past that roadblock. Okay. Okay. He suggested I come to visit and eventually I found a day that worked. The plan was to get dinner and he told me I should book a room in case it led to more. It, For me, that's red flag number one. He told yeah. me to book a room. Girl, okay. he should have booked a room for you. 
Right. He ended up canceling several days before and gave an excuse why. I ate the cost of the room and was disappointed, but still wanted to meet him. We've both been busy, and so I tried to stay in touch, and he seemed like he was still interested in me visiting and her visiting. It took First of all, I would have still took my happy little ass on a little trip. Right. Got me right. fucked up. Whether or not he's going to be there, I have a hotel, so I'm going to go enjoy the pool. I'm going to have some drinks. I'm going to tell my bestie to come with me, and you can decide to come see me when you have some time. You know what I mean? Like It's just the tip of the iceberg, baby oh, girl. Oh, jeez. So um, it took several months before we were, a- we were able to set a date again. And it was very frustrating because I had a big crush on him. And it really just, and I really just wanted to meet him in person to get over the intimidation factor. There's a contest I go to every year in his city. So I asked if he wanted to meet that day and he said, yes. We arranged dinner and I booked a room again. So now again, she books the room for the second time. I get that she's in- gonna be there visiting. Yeah. At the same time, like, I don't know. I don't know why doesn't he go out to see her but he should have at least paid her back for the first hotel something right yeah um okay he unfortunately accidentally showed up for the date one day early but said it was no big deal and we would still meet the next day the next morning right before I leave he tells me he has a huge cold sore on his lip and cancels our date I'm disappointed but don't blame him and say it's no big deal I relayed that I also get cold sore, so I understand, and I playfully asked him to show me to try to signal I wouldn't judge him for it. Uh, He (laughs) refused, and I know this isn't weird at all, but in my mindset at the time of being very unsure about how much he actually likes me and the previous canceled date, it made me wonder whether he was lying about the cold sore and just wanted an excuse not to go through with the date. He showed up the day before? Supposedly, yeah, and then he got the cold sore the next morning or overnight or something like that. Um, after six months of trying to connect, I was really frustrated not knowing if he was lying or not. So, um, if he was lying, I would just block him and move on. But if he wasn't, I was still wanted to meet him. I was really sad at the idea that I might've spent all this time, money and energy trying to connect with him when he maybe just wasn't interested and couldn't tell me for some reason. Well, the next evening he posted a selfie on his Instagram story with no cold sore to be seen. I felt crushed. I should have just pretended I didn't see it and moved on, but instead replied with an emoji and he responded with two words, old content. But I didn't know what to believe, right? (laughs) That was old content. That's something you would post like as a post, not on your, I don't know. I guess not knowing the micro, the influencer world, but seems weird to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like you see like late post or like something. Mm. Yeah. Um, I foolishly decided to be open about my emotions with this guy I barely know and I asked him to show me the cold sore again and said something like I just felt kind of played when I saw that photo pop up and I would feel really silly and embarrassed for asking him to keep like wondering about it. She said big mistake. He responded very harshly and defensively saying he doesn't owe me anything. I tried to backtrack and say sorry for asking and explain that I was just a bit emotional about everything. He just said he's no longer interested in pursuing anything with me. I spent the next several hours convinced he was just lying to me. And that's why he got so defensive, thinking he's a jerk who was playing me. Then I cleared my head a bit and suddenly realized how ridiculous I was. I thought it was a red flag he wouldn't show me his cold sore the first time, because that's the kind of thing I would have no problem with. But obviously, some people are very self-conscious of their appearance. I thought it was weird that he didn't see he, that he didn't want to see me even with a mask on, but if, but if maybe he was just nervous to meet me too and wanted it to be perfect. I was convinced he was lying about the photo being old because of the sun because 
but he's a mini influencer. So of course he would want to still post selfies regularly, even when he has a cold sore. And it was fucking golden hour when everyone takes selfies. So of course he would have extras taken at the time. Homegirl is really trying to make an excuse. Why is she rationalizing it for him? Exactly. I'm usually not so emotional about people and consider myself fairly clear-headed. So when I realized all at once, I was the dumbass here and I ruined it all by myself. I just started sweating so much and wanted to cry. I so still she's don't know gaslighting what, herself? I still don't know whether he was lying, but I know I'm the one who ruins any chance of us getting to meet. Girl. Is that it? Is that is all? That's the end. I have several thoughts, concerns, and comments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My first one is, girl, don't ever gaslight yourself that's no yeah secondly he does owe you some explanation yeah at least an explanation you already showed up exactly you already showed up one time nothing came of it or actually you didn't go but i personally would have went if i had a hotel somewhere i'd have been like girl it's a girl's trip let's go two hours away like yeah like who cares But the fact that, like, you always have to be the one to make the effort to go visit him, and then he always has something that comes up. He comes, supposedly, he came the day before. Like, why? I don't feel like you just mess up something like that, especially if it's your first time meeting. And if you're really looking forward to it, like. Yeah. How did, okay, so has she FaceTime with him? Like, she knows he's not a catfish, or. Well, oh, she said they cybersex. I don't know if that means, like, it's a video, like. Oh, um, I don't know how that works, honestly, but yeah. I know she mentioned that they they do they had cyber sex. Okay, but the other thing for me too was like the fact that months would go by in between, and he would take it's two hours away. Not if, that hard. If he really wanted to meet you, it would not be months in between. Like right. I'm sorry, his job is a micro influencer, like. He could fucking go and make a day of it two hours away and make some kind of content wherever you Out are. Out of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If he I really wanted to see that. agree. That's where the whole, if he wanted to, he would. That's where that comes from. toxic, but, but it's true. If he wanted to, he would effort, because you've already yeah. made an effort twice. Yeah. So it's no, it's not your fault that you pushed him away or whatever. He's definitely lying to you. That was his, like, excuse. Yeah, that was his out. It. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was like, so when I seen it, the reason why I put it, because I was like, she's putting it as in she fucked up, but like, I'm hoping that people are say, telling her that, no, that was 100% nothing to do with you, and that guy yeah. was just blowing you off. Like, yeah. Like, today you fucked up by thinking you fucked up. Yeah. You by know? letting him make you think that you did something wrong. Yeah. No, you were the one making all the effort, and there was yeah. nothing reciprocated back to you, so if anything, you dodged a bullet. True. Honestly. Because if he's not going to make an effort now to even see you the first and foremost time, like, he's not going to make an effort to see you at all going forward. Honest. Two hours away, that's really what gets me. Like, yeah, that's not, not that, that hard. No. Mind you guys, like, me and Gina live damn near two hours away, and we make yeah. an effort to see each other at least once a month. So, like, six it- months is not sit over my dead body. Six months is going to go by <laughs> without me seeing you. Like, you got me hella bent. And that's where it comes. It's like, dude. If he really wanted to meet you, he would have, yes. y'all would have been met. Yeah. And that's just like, period. Point blank, period. There's, yeah. There's no excuse. Move for, on. <laughs> literally being two yeah. hours in, he doesn't come and see you. Sorry, girl. You're not, you should not be the only one making the effort. Right. Move on with your life, sis. Don't waste no more time on this boy. Yeah. 
so this one <laughs> it's not like an actually serious one i just thought this was so funny the way that they wrote right. it so definitely not look well they were looking for advice so maybe we can help them out me and gina right. you know we throw down in the kitchen from time to time so let's just see if we can help this person out <laughs> okay it says today I fucked up. Zoom. no for real like call it call in we'll help you in the kitchen <laughs> We don't know everything, but in this scenario, we would not have done this, okay? Okay. Today I fucked up, or how the hell do I fry mozzarella? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the struggle. Literally. Okay. So today I tossed some moz in the dredge, then lovingly, the pl <laughs> lovingly plunged it <laughs> into the deep fryer. <laughs> they mean, <laughs> hold on, stop. Just straight? No, like, there's okay. just straight mozzarella into the oil? Into the dredge, then lovingly plunged it into the dredge, I think, is a uh, dredge. I think it's like the egg batter. Okay, got I you. Because I was like, that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what people call it. I could very much be wrong, but that's where my head was at. So right. the fact that he said, I tossed some moz, like, because <laughs> me and Gina always, like, shorten things. So, like, if we want mimosas, we say mimos. Um, that's the only example I can think of right now <laughs> off the top of my head. But many I, thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but I just think it's funny that he's kind of like typing the same way we do. Anywho, so today I tossed some moths into the dredge, then lovingly plunged it into the deep fryer at work. There were three slices, two <laughs> slices, two of which made it through the frying process. One slice was nowhere to be found. Guess the oil claimed it's soul or something. The other two slices came out came out kind of funky. The dredge didn't stick and I wet my hands and the pieces before tossing them in there. Where did I fuck up? Is there a trick to frying moths? I wound up trying to clean this one fry basket for a good half hour afterward. So there's comments. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> your your first error was using sliced mozzarella. <laughs> It's too thin to make it through the frying process. The cheese has to oh, be thick enough out. to be able to melt, not to not melt away before the breading is fried. Yeah. It says, or just another option is to just freeze it before the or after the breading. So like freeze them, let yeah. it solidify so that way it doesn't just disintegrate off, and possibly change the temp of the fryer. Cracking it up to four hundred degrees is if the cheese starts to bubble before the breading browns. I just thought that was so funny. Like, poor guy, I just wanted some mozzarella sticks. He just wanted a mozzarella stick, man. I don't blame That's him much. because, you know, I like myself some mozzarella sticks too. Absolutely. But at least look up how to do it. I mean, this right. day and age, we got the internet. There's multiple places you can find how to make some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> what made you think sliced, thinly sliced mozzarella right. was going to fry like a mozzarella stick? <laughs> what what was the thought process here i'm hungry i'm at work these are my resources <laughs> and he went through the whole process of frying at work like where do you work at that you had the time to put it in a thing you work in a kitchen and you can't make some mozzarella sticks i mean maybe he's a server or a bus boy or something at that point just ask one of the cooks be like hey can you make me some like he made me a sandwich like fuck <laughs> Three sliced mozzarella sticks were supposed to keep you full on lunch. Like, what the fuck? That's one thing. That's one thing I do miss about having worked at a, a food place was yeah. that, like, 
if we got hungry, literally we'd just be like, hey, can you make us some fries? Hey, can you make us some onion rings? And boom, yeah. they would make it. We didn't have to pay for it. Maybe we weren't supposed to be, but like we didn't have to pay for it. We just uh-huh. be like, or you know, when um like they would bring out the fries and we weren't skimping on the fries. So it was like a good little mountain on the tray, right? Paper tray. Uh-huh. So a lot of the times fries would fall off. And the how do I explain this? The paper tray that would put it on was on a regular tray. Mm-hmm. So whatever fell onto there. We would have it. That's we just game. let it collect up, and then we put it in our own little paper tray, and yeah. that was our. <laughs> and we kind of, I like purposely kind of like drop some of it, and then like, right, you're Oop. like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> There's my lunch. <laughs> and when I started learning how to fry like ourselves as cashiers, uh-huh. if you learn how to fry, you got like you got moved up and you got better pay. Uh huh. So once we started to learn that, ooh, we were eating good. <laughs> you're like, I'm you the best. I would be I would be learning something like you want something you want something like I'll make yeah. it I'll do it right now right don't tell me I won't <laughs> that's one thing I do miss about that is just being able to eat like whatever pretty much yeah the place that I worked at we were also able to eat but if you wanted a certain part or if you wanted an okay if you wanted a fucking skewer a kebab you had to pay for it got you but everything else was um was free pretty much if well, we, we were- had that too yeah it was like the first so if for our lunch if it was like a one burger or like something from the kids menu it was free or like okay. a side but if you wanted a sandwich because the sandwiches were more expensive or a salad mm-hmm. then you paid a uh, half like right. 50, you got 50 percent off yeah so like it's like you could choose what you wanted yeah, and it wasn't that bad honestly like no. i wasn't bad. and right. then if you showed up there on like a day that you worked you would get 50 percent off of your food too yeah. If you showed up on a day that you didn't work, then it was like 25%. But depending on who was there. A lot of the times you get hooked up. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love going there. When I worked, and yeah. when I worked there, but I wasn't working, I was like, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm broke. Yeah, I'm going to go eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I would even bring people with me and it would never My parents matter. are still mad I don't work there. <laughs> Girl, like, my cousin too. Food. She's yeah. like, I miss the rice. <laughs> Fucking go eat some then. <laughs> the food over there was good though. Bomb. Like, really and I don't think I ever tried it when you worked there. Or besides the fries. Came once. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna that say was the only thing while I was working. Yeah, but now I feel like I was missing out, bro. That shit's all good. Really were. But a lot of the things they didn't have back then. Oh. Like that cilantro sauce that you like, they didn't have that when I worked there. Oh, see that kind of like that really tops it off for me. Yeah. You don't like yeah. the garlic one? Yeah, I like that one too, but I like the cilantro one more. I like mixing them, honestly. Mixing their stuff. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. They kind of complement each other well, too. I could see that, though. Yeah. Sure. Anyways. Next one is just kind of like, it's one of those moments that's going to keep you up at night. Oh, Lord. Those yeah. are the worst, bro. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, you will ridicule yourself till oh, the yeah. end of the earth. This one, I don't think. But probably other people don't give a down. shit. Like, those things that we stick with or that stick with us, really, <laughs> we don't want it to the things that stick with us like those embarrassing moments in our head I feel like nobody ever really gives a shit like the way we do you know maybe this in this one my, they do this maybe in my, this one they do yeah. but I feel personally like the things that keep me up at night I'm like girl that person probably doesn't even remember that happened I mean I would definitely hope yeah you know, I would hope that they don't remember it because right. for me I'm like remember it at like two in the morning and you're like oh fuck you're like I cannot believe I yeah that was embarrassing yeah <laughs> so okay this one says today i fucked up by thinking a girl was dropping off a foster kitten for adoption oh, no. <laughs> she's like i literally created an account just to share my embarrassment 
I work at a pet shelter where people can adopt, foster, etc. We take in animals off the street, and then if they don't belong to anybody, we set them up for foster. We have these two lovely people, a father and a daughter, who foster regularly. I came into work this morning and saw the, the daughter hugging a carrier and crying. This is where I fucked up. <laughs> I sat next to her and rubbed her back and said, I know it's hard saying goodbye to them, but just think. They get to go to a forever family when they can live a nice, long, and happy life. A forever family? She looked at me in silence for a moment before quietly saying, we're here to drop her off for cremation. She died last oh. night. Girl! <laughs> oh, no! She said, I was mortified. I sputtered out an apology and a sorry for your loss before I left to just walk around the kennels. I can't even think about them anymore without cringing because I know they're coming back to foster as soon as there's an opportunity and I'll have to talk to them. Someone please cremate me too. <laughs> Literally two week resonation. I would have shriveled up into a little raisin right then and there. I would have threw up. I gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out for the day. I'm out for the count, bro. Like Literally, I that's bad. Yeah. But also, girl, don't just be talking like that. Like, understand, like, maybe observe, get some context before you just go putting your opinion everywhere. <laughs> yeah like i get why she might have thought that if they regularly foster but does i mean does she, the does the girl regularly come in crying when they have to bring them back is that why she thought that i mean she didn't mention it but that's rough bro yeah. that's yeah. really rough and like you would also think that they would call first you know like yeah. you would get a call like hey this is the situation we're gonna be stopping by but maybe there's other texts there that were helping her and she oh, just and they didn't know yeah, she said safety. she just came in yeah Ooh. oh my god that's, that's where really communication bad. comes in <laughs> yeah that's really bad that's i said maybe just stand there observe get some context before you just go over there oh my lord that would keep me up it's probably gonna keep me up if i was the truthfully though if i was the girl maybe in the moment like i wouldn't have thought it was funny but after the fact and like replaying that situation yeah i think i would have thought of like i would have made a joke out of it like it would be a funny story afterwards like yo the lady tried to sit there and tell me like i was like she's probably like making fun of her at. like laughing not a fun of her because i know that if it was i wouldn't even know then like if it was me i would be mortified, mortified and i know that yeah. she probably felt that same way especially knowing her like they yeah. knew each other you know right so like i think I, like just to make light of it i would think it was funny I don't know, bro. I'd have to look up some new jobs easily. <laughs> I don't think I can transfer. Like, is there another location I could work at? Honestly, can I do, um, what do you call it? Like out resourcing outside? <laughs> yeah, you did fuck up. I'm sorry, but you know, it was, it was honest. Right. I think your intentions were pure. Yeah. Again, the execution, not so pure, but that's okay. Those are things you need to, you know, learn from it will be a forever home right and i think being the girl who said it i think i would end up making a joke about it and be like well i really fucked up like yeah but even if i was, it is, man. was crying i would be like later on i'd be like y'all like what if that was my worst cat bro no that's what i'm saying like if in the moment i'm probably not gonna think it's funny but afterwards <laughs> once i've gone through my emotions and thought about the situation i'm uh -huh. like damn like that's I don't know. It's, I think it's the dark humor. Like, I know that yeah. that was 
the wrong thing to say at the wrong time <laughs> it would have made me laugh like afterwards I know I would have laughed at it I don't know man <laughs> no but the fact that she even told her like no like we're here for agreement yeah I don't even know what I would have said honestly like no it's dead like what the fuck um, um he, she's she's gone she's like, not with you, us do you hear meowing no you don't no you and, don't. I was, and I think it's also that like she knows the girl she knows the girl she knows right. it's not random coming up to me and saying something <laughs> she's trying to comfort me in the time where I'm I need it she just came with the wrong information <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like I need to take a lunch break right now. I just got here, but I gotta go. <laughs> I would personally, you know, how they send cards when like after yeah. your animal passes and they send a card afterwards. Like, I would send my own personal card with the veterinarian card and just be like, I'm so sorry. Again, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> like the next time I would go, I'd probably be like, don't even worry about it. It's fine. Like just yeah. just let I'm it gonna go. Wave the fee of you adopting this cat <laughs> next time. <laughs> matter of fact i'm gonna show up to your house with the cat i'll do a special delivery since you always take them in okay this one says today i fucked up monumentally so i've always cut my boyfriend's hair he hates going to the barbers and i'm pretty good at it i was cutting his hair today and it went better than usual for the most part okay you guys will know when you're or it says you guys know when you're in the zone you're in the zone as i was just finishing up i took the shaver to knead it all up and forgot i took the guard off shaved a perfect bald rectangle right up the back of his head i immediately (laughs) curled into a ball shouting i'm sorry i'm not a trained hairdresser fades are very difficult i did my best moral of the story think before you do something i'm not great at p.s my boyfriend is great very understanding and made a joke of the whole thing oh good thank god because when i tell you our boyfriends are very great and understanding that's all well and fine and dandy however it would not have been such a cute story or funny story oh you've done it I've never done anything like that before. Oh my God, Gina. But when my boyfriend, he has long hair now, but there was a long time where he didn't have long hair. Mm-hmm. And um, so usually it's just like, okay, let's just clean it up. Like we're gonna, it's getting long. It's one freaking one length. So just go around. And- With the guards? Yeah, with the guards. Oh. And um, I did that same mistake where one part with the guard was not on there and it was at the very bottom god bless so all we really okay. had to do was just kind of clean up the line and right. fix it a little bit <laughs> but he didn't like he didn't trip off and he was like like we laughed he's like are you fucking serious i felt horrible though like i felt of course so, so yeah and now yeah. when i do it because now that he has long hair like the sides are short so mm-hmm. i clean up those sides every once in a while and i'll check twenty thousand times with him i'm like this length is the one you want Two minutes later, this is the length, right? This yeah. is the one you want. You're sure you're positive. Right. Once I do it, I can't. You go do back. it first, so that way I'll keep going after that. No, literally, like I'll do it over and over. But he was like, he didn't trip off. Like, he doesn't trip off like hair like that. Now that his hair is long, it's probably be a different story. That's what I'm but saying. Before, yeah, but before, like he it wasn't he was that big deal. And my boyfriend has waves, so if you cut the opposite way, so you have to cut them for like you have to bring the razor forward toward yeah. your head versus going back yeah and so 
I've never fucked knock on wood. I've never fucked up his hair. I just do the back too, but I've never fucked it up before. Thank God. Um, he, however, he has made a mistake before where he like went too low and then when he cut it, he was not happy with it. So then he had to cut the rest because it was in the front. But if we were to do this and like it was very noticeable now, I think it would it would not go over well. They'd be wearing hats for a cool little minute. I was so like shit. Yeah, because if someone cut my hair like that, I would be devastated. Yeah, (laughs) you know, so relatable story, girl. I'm so sorry. And it's really nice of you to be helping him out like that. Right, and people don't want to do that. Confidence. She says she's really good at it. It's just. She needs to be a little bit more careful. Make sure she had the guard on. That's all. At least she didn't. Comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're always double checking, triple checking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of funny. So it says, today I fucked up by telling a woman at our first date that her pepper spray is useless. Wow. So this actually happened today a few hours ago. A friend set me up <laughs> with this woman because she thought we have similar hobbies and a similar dark humor. We met today for the first time for coffee and we were actually having a good time, or at least I thought so. We clicked right away and had a lot had a lot to talk and laugh about. After like an hour, she suggested to pay our drinks and go somewhere else for lunch and I happily agreed. As we were about to pay for our drinks, she started searching through her purse for her wallet and put various objects on the counter because she seemed to have a bit of a mess in her purse. One of the objects was a pepper spray. I casually mentioned after leaving the coffee I'd consider getting a different pepper spray if you plan to defend yourself. This one is quite useless. And so that he goes, for a bit of context, I used to test various of I used to test various pepper sprays and tear gas in the military. We were stupid and young, but it was also kind of thrilling. And the product she had was by far the worst and weakest that we had tested. I just recognized the bottle because it was so bad and I thought I should let her know that this is probably not the best option to go with. But she obviously didn't know about that because, well, we just met an hour ago. <laughs> so after this comment, our conversation kind of died and she suddenly had a work emergency and had to go. <laughs> I took me, it took me a few minutes until I realized that my comment was beyond creepy without any context. Yeah. I'm definitely not used to meeting new people. I hope I've not traumatized her. And then he did an update. Oh, Lord. He said, um, it's all good. She called me and she apologized for running off. And I apologized for my weird comment and we are going out again. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try not to make any weird comments about her precautions next time. <laughs> yeah, without context, I'd be like, you're a creep. Yeah, I'd be I like, bet you it will work. Right, like, like, oh, should we test it out? <laughs> right. Like, that's that's already fucking is. creepy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so with the con, like having read the context first, yeah. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like he's trying to help her out. You know, he's right. looking out. But not her, not to her. Context, yeah, I would definitely be the same one. Be like the fuck like why would you ever say that (laughs) i gotta get out of here oh my god that's really that's really embarrassing honestly that's the first date that was going good i mean obviously he said that they went on another one but like had she not called back and like (laughs) i'm surprised she did bro maybe the friend maybe the friend that hooked them up was like no like he's not like that at all like maybe the military like give him a chance maybe she kind of explained a little bit (laughs) yeah Again, intentions were pure execution. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. <laughs> and why did he? Do it? By the way, like I'm very familiar with 
you know, pepper spray or like set it up in some type of way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why did you just say, by the way, you should get a new one. <laughs> like, oh, wait, that work. doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> From experience, that doesn't work. Yeah, that, that are you coming home? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> you trying to kidnap people or what? I gotta go for real. So this one's, <laughs> this one's really fucked up. Okay. Today, I fucked up by buying everyone an Ancestry DNA kit and ruining Christmas. Oh, okay. Earlier this year, Ancestry DNA had a sale on their kits. I thought it would be a great gift idea, so I bought six of them for Christmas presents. Today, my family got together to exchange presents for our Christmas Eve tradition. I gave my mom, dad, brother, and two sisters each a kit. As soon as everyone started opening their gift at the same time, my mom started freaking out. She told us how she didn't want us taking them because they had an unsafe chemical. We explained to her how there were actually no chemicals, but we could tell she was still flustered. Later, she started trying to convince us that the only that only one of us kids needs to take it since we all have the same results and resell extra kits to save money. There's a family secret. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Fast forward, our parents have been fighting upstairs for the past hour, and we are downstairs trying to figure out who has a different dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Update. Thank you so much for all the love and support. My sister's brother and I have not yet decided yet if we're going to take the test. No matter what the results are, we still love each other and our parents no matter what. Update number two. Christmas isn't ruined. My fuck up actually turned into a Christmas miracle. Turns out my sister's father passed away shortly after she was born. A good friend of my mom, a good friend of my mom's was able to help her through the darkest time in her life. And they went to fall in love, which is now their dad. Wow. So that was the secret. Um, last night she was, hold on. They went on to fall in love and create the family, the rest of our family. They told us because of how hard it was. They never told us because of how hard it was for our mom. Last night, she was strong enough to share stories and photos with us for the first time. And it truly brought us even closer together as a family. This is a Christmas we will never forget. And yes, we are all excited to get our test results. It says, P.S. Sorry, my mom isn't a whore. No, you're not my daddy. <laughs> So, I mean, it was kind of like, like he was right. There was uh -huh. one of them that wasn't with the dad, but yeah. it was just kind of probably not the way the mom was hoping it would come out. Um, but like, was she ever planning to tell them? That's what I was thinking too, is like, when would she have felt comfortable if they're all adults now at this yeah. point? You know? And I don't think she did anything wrong. Like, I, I, I understand that it was hard that, you know, that's one thing, but like, yeah. I don't think that what they did was wrong to no, not want to tell that story, you know? Right. Especially if you didn't know any better. You just thought, oh, this is cool for us all to do. Yeah. And the mom is actually wrong because um, the DNA will come out differently from sibling to sibling. Even if yeah. they're full, you know, both parent sibling, it'll come out differently. Yeah. So, yeah, she was just trying to like, that was her last resort to cover it up. But like. At that point, when it's being literally shoved in your face, I feel like you have to just be honest. I'm glad that she did. And yeah. that instead of just like keep pushing, like, don't do it, don't do it. 
Right. Then that makes you think of a whole bunch of crazy situations or scenarios. Exactly. Like, oh, does she cheat or whatever? Blah, right. Blah, blah. Like, and it was before. She came out with it. Yeah, it was before the husband was ever even yeah. there. And it's cool. He's, you know, he stood up and he stepped up to the plate to be the dad anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. This one, I don't really get. Like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't think the person who's writing this was wrong. Okay. I just don't understand the perspective. But he said, today I fucked up by showing my girlfriend my actual strength. So I thought this was going somewhere completely different than where it goes. Um. So when my girlfriend and I started dating, I discovered early on that she can be quite physical in the sense that she likes to push, hold, and punch even, but not actually trying to hurt me. She's just playful like that. I found this both adorable and fun, so I played along. Mm-hmm. He goes, and here is the fuck up. If she pushed me, I would act like I had to balance myself, or if the better sofa was nearby, I would fall into it. If she held me, I would pretend that it was difficult for me to get out of her grip. If I pushed her and she resisted, I would pretend it was hard work. Same with me holding arms, etc. You get the idea. I always assumed she knew that I was playing along and not actually physically straining myself to compete with her strength. This went on for months. One day I was, one day we were chilling on the sofa watching a show when I realized I was running late to meet some friends and I told her I need to shower and make a move and she decided this was a good time for a play fight. She sat on top of me to pin my arms under her knees and I played along and struggled, quote unquote, to move her <laughs> off me. Yeah. A little more wrestling took place with me playing along like I do and then I told her I really need to move she was not done and continued to try to hold and push me back onto the sofa so eventually I decided I needed to win this little fight and get going so I got her onto her back held her hands near her head and leaned leant down to kiss her on the cheeks a few times to let her know again I'm running late she tried to move her arms and couldn't while struggling she grunted out why are you so strong today uh I laughed (laughs) he said fuck up number two and looked at her like she was joking her eyes went wide with comprehension and she stopped struggling she goes you're always this strong she asked almost to herself and he said come on babe you really didn't think we're like we're equal strength did you and he goes I then went to the shower got ready started heading out the door and noticed that she was a little glum so me being fully aware that I do not fully comprehend the mystery of female emotions (laughs) had no clue why she was upset I did all I did what all men do, I guess. I gave her a kiss and said I won't be gone for long and that I can pick up her favorite Chinese on the way back. Period. I, assu- I assumed she was upset about me not spending the afternoon with her. No reply. Fuck up number three. I should have sp- uh, spent some time talking it through. <laughs> I instead went on my merry way and had a great fucking time with my friends, as you should. Period. Yeah. spent the next few hours brewing, simmering, seething, and of course, overthinking. I came home with the Chinese and as soon as I put it down on the dining table, she sprung out of the corner and attacked me. It generally surprised me, and I reacted by bear-hugging her to my chest. She struggled with more force than she normally would, and I just held her, and I kept asking what was wrong. She gritted her teeth and said, you lied to me. Eventually, she stopped trying to fight me, and I let her go. She then told me how she feels like I lied to her about our fights, and that really all the time I was laughing at her in my head as I pretended that she was actually winning. I tried to take the conversation seriously, but come on, how the fuck am I supposed to take this seriously? So I may have been somewhat mocking and flirting and generally being an ass about the whole thing. A week later, she broke up with me. Oh, my God. You're lying. And that's where it ends. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I just genuinely don't get that. Being in a long-term relationship for just just for starters, being in a long-term relationship 
not everything needs to be a fight or an argument like not everything needs to be this whole thing you know Uh what I mean and so the fact that I don't think he's wrong first of all and I just don't know why if it started as a playful joke and it's like a play you're play fighting so like why would you assume he's laughing at you so that means that, okay, if you're laughing also, then you were laughing at him because you thought you had more strength than him. So you're like putting him down in a way, you know? Yeah. So she, like, are you embarrassed? Like, I, I really, I genuinely don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. And why do you care so much about who's quote unquote stronger? Like what? I don't understand. Right. So enough to break up like that. <laughs> that ruins the relationship that your boyfriend yeah. was stronger than like, you she's are? Like, oh, hell no. Like, yeah. And I don't think it's lying. I think if it started off as a playful joke, then it's just continuing to be a playful joke. I don't think it's lying. Yeah. Like, okay, me personally, like, I love to do shit like that. I love to play yeah. basketball. I love to play fight. Like, I think it's fun. Gina's and... love language is biting. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just, it's, I don't know. It's almost like cute aggression. Like, you just yeah. like, love you so much. I just want right. to bite you. Yeah. Squeeze them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I understand that the play fighting and all that stuff and thinking that's fun. But like, but you know, it's a joke. Exactly. And that's what it is. I know it's a joke. And yeah. whether like, I'm, you know, doing good at first, and then it flips. And like, now he, he's holding me down. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like, what the fuck? Like, now you're stronger than me. Like, if I you started the whole play fighting thing, right? Why is it a problem that he that's is weird. stronger than me? And I feel like he handled it really well. Like, yeah, he, you know, he made sure he said goodbye before he left. He was like, I'm gonna bring you some food. Like, uh, that would have been even if I was mad that would have been good enough for me like all right cool like shoot cool and I'm getting Chinese food yeah fine honestly but though she it kind of reminded me when you said that she like came out of the corner and attacked him it reminded <laughs> me of the friends episode where Rachel and Phoebe, oh, Phoebe. attacked um yeah. Ross <laughs> yeah what did he call it like um what was his word oh the eel or something like that yeah oh, Oh, uh, it's gonna bother me anyway. yeah it's gonna bother um, what's me. annoying too is that there's i'm literally wearing an avatar sweater and in one of the episodes it's like that thing and they called it that same word oh my um, god okay we'll so put the clip on the screen right here sorry please tell us what it is <laughs> unagi is a state of total awareness okay only by achieving true unagi can you be prepared for any danger that may befall you <laughs> so yeah, you guys so know that, what you're talking about <laughs> but honestly like me personally I like that my boyfriend is stronger than I am like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want him to not be as strong as me no. and we're not saying that you know it's a preference it's not it saying is, that it's a bad yeah. thing if you're not that strong like it's no. just my preference you right know? right like and, ob- and also like I don't know I don't know I just think I don't think, I think that's she's overreacting thing yeah i don't see what's the problem are you embarrassed are you did you want to be stronger did i don't know i don't know Mm. i just thought it was so weird i was like i don't get it or do you think she was like trying to find a reason to break up with him and just like went off with that because i feel like that's that's adults that's ridiculous yeah like he seemed so sweet yeah and accommodating Uh yeah like even when he did her down like he gave her a kiss he's like all right i gotta go like 
and he told her several times like i gotta go like i'm running late you know and he still went along with the whole play fighting instead of getting mad and being like i told you i had to leave you know yeah i just feel like he's gonna find someone who's gonna love him and his strength and his strength when he wants to be playful like a lot of girls that like that right like I'm not going to sit here and say I love when, like, I'm not, (laughs) I would never love if my man yoked me up, but like, come on, like, you got to play a little bit. (laughs) It was the, like, it's the back and forth, you know, that's what's fun about it, the back and forth. It's just like banter, but like physically, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, to each their own, but like, she's overreacting. That's a lot. Today, I messed up by accidentally making a popcorn bomb. <laughs> I wanted to see what your face is A popcorn bomb? <laughs> what even is that? Mm, I'll tell you. Okay. I know this sounds terrible, but please let me explain. <laughs> this actually happened last night, and I was watching TV as usual. It was WWE Monday Night Raw. I used to love, first of all, I used to fucking love those wrestling shows. Until I found out that it was fake. But, you know, to each their own, that's fine. (laughs) Um, I decided to make myself some popcorn to enjoy. I grabbed a packet, headed for the microwave. I read the instructions, and the time frame was 90 seconds to two and a half minutes. I thought, meh, I'll put it at two and a half minutes. (laughs) Meh. (laughs) That way, I'll ensure every single seed is popped. And I'm gonna just tell you right now, do not do that. Don't do it. I go off like sound. Yeah, I think it says online different. Exactly, I think it says online when the popping is within like three seconds. Like if it goes to like three seconds, yeah, then it's pretty much all of it done. Because otherwise, if you do wait till all of them are popped, you're gonna have burnt ass popcorn. Yeah, it's not gonna be good, and that smell does not leave for a hot minute. It's strong. Huh? Yeah, and it like yeah, overtakes your home. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was your first mistake, first of all. We'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> um, it says, so that's what I did. Put two and a half minutes on the clock and continued watching my program. I have no idea how many minutes passed, but a loud pop definitely caught my attention. <laughs> <laughs> that pop sounded like a pistol going off behind me i ran to the kitchen and saw that not only was the time up but i saw smoke building up inside i opened the microwave and the smoke came out like if someone puffed out warm air on a cold day <laughs> and there was af- there was the aftermath my popcorn all burnt to a crisp i waited for it to cool down before throwing it out then i tried again this time only 90 seconds and I watched it. Thankfully, it went fine and I enjoyed my popcorn while watching my program. Moral of the story, what watch whatever you're cooking in the microwave, you never know what might blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, at that point if you're grown. Right. Popcorn is not hard to execute. There's literal instructions. But you know what, Gina? I think it has a lot to to say about what we learn in school and the fact that these life skills, such as making popcorn, should be taught and not just led you know, to the fucking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> not, I'm gonna just say a little like PSA for anyone out there who might not know. Right. When it comes to cooking, whether it's seasoning or how long you're gonna cook it. You always go with the least amount first because right. you can add more, but right. you can't take away. 
Right. So just keep that in mind when you're you cooking. Build up. Yeah, but you won't yeah. be able to take away without watering it down. So <laughs> for future reference. Right. Like two cooking stories have gone wrong. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. And it's so easy to just look it up online real quick. Right. Like we have the access. Use it. You know? And it's not even like the popcorn that you make on the stovetop. It's literally you just put the bag in the microwave. <laughs> like, I, I just can't. I will say though, ooh. because um, you said a story about cutting somebody's hair or cutting Carl's uh-huh. hair. I will say one time I was, I think in fourth grade and ooh. I don't know why I made a cup of noodle and <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> to my brain just fucking had an aneurysm or something i put the fucking cup of noodle in the microwave without putting water in it and it did did burn it sure did and it smelled so bad for such a long time for like at least a week yeah it was disgusting a week yeah it smelled in the house for a long time gina pissed the fuck off at me they were like you are so stupid that's literally the only fucking step you have to take to cook it and you missed it were you like in the middle of something like watching tv or like it was summer i think i was just you know like doing something else and yeah i just wasn't paying attention as i should and yeah i did that Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I'll write my wrongs, bro. I'll write my wrongs and yeah. I'll tell you guys when I fuck up because that day I did fuck up. <laughs> That's hella funny. Damn, a week. Yeah, That's insane. It, it was bad. It it really smelled bad because it was not only just like you said the burnt styrofoam, oh, but like the burnt noodles too, and the vegetables and the no. Yeah, it was not good. It was not great. You live and you learn. Exactly. At least I wasn't. 25 yeah right (laughs) yeah I was a child probably like you've all burnt popcorn at one point but that happens you know in the earlier years usually Mm -hmm. whatever again teach their own my stepbrother he at the house um he used to put or he has I think he still has it on there there's a little post-it note that says for that specific microwave he uh, what do you call it tried and true um he has, I think, I don't even know how long it is, like a minute something, and it says for popcorn. He literally wrote that and put a post-it note on the microwave. Like, I found the perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Let me help you. That's funny. At least he's he's not gatekeeping. He was putting it out there for everybody. Probably because he doesn't want to have to sit there and smell the fucking burnt yeah. popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my last one isn't, um, it, it isn't like a today I fucked up, hmm. but I seen a story on like, like that thread that reminded me of this story that I had read in one from in a book in one of my classes okay and this lady fucked up Ooh. So I'm just gonna read the story out okay? okay a court has ordered a woman to give her lottery jackpot of 1.3 million dollars to her former husband husband because she kept it a secret during their divorce Ooh. like she the tried Cali- to hide it yes so she won okay the California State Lottery Commission confirmed that this woman won the money on December 28th of 1996, 11 days before she filed for divorce from her husband after 25 years of marriage. Oh my God. She was waiting. Yeah. The superior court judge said that the woman violated state disclosure laws that acted out of fraud or malice in court papers. She admitted to concealing her winnings because she didn't want her former husband getting his hands on them. Um, the husband found out about the winnings more than two years after the divorce when he received a mail solicitation from a company that pays lump sums for lottery winnings. 
Um, it addressed his wife and said that the company had helped hundreds of lottery winners like you around the country receive a lump sum payment for the present value of their future <laughs> annual lottery payments. It's like what lottery winner? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Run me my money. <laughs> so he obtained a court injunction a few days later. Homeboy didn't waste no time. Um, as part of the ruling, the woman had to pay her ex-husband 20 annual installments of $66,000, $66,800. Her attorney called the judge's ruling very punitive and said that his client would appeal. She and five of her coworkers had, you know, been in a pool, like pulled their money to play the lottery and they shared the $6.6 million. Um, and her, her lawyer said that he might have had a chance during the divorce to help her keep the winnings if she had told him about it. Yeah. Um, she hid it from her lawyer too? She hid it from her lawyer. She, he said, I could have argued successfully that it was her separate property or we could have argued and he would have, and we would have reached some adjustment, but the judge yeah. got mad and gave it all to the ex-husband. Good. So, uh, it's called community property in California. And, but the thing was, is that she, it was, I don't know how it works because if you're gifted something, when you're mm -hmm. married, that doesn't technically mean it's both of your guys's. Mm -hmm. If it was a gift, it could just be yours personally. So I think that's what Wait. he's saying where he could have tried to keep it separate as her property. Right. But because she she it's fraud because she kept it a secret throughout all the paperwork, yeah. it ended up being that she had to give him all of the money. Good. So now she's divorced and broke, like back to where she was, square she one. She only divorced him because she got the yeah. money and was like, oh, well, I could take care of myself now. Yeah. <sighs> So she like screwed herself over it's honestly honestly so much easier <laughs> just to be fucking honest <laughs> like what the fuck? the saying everything in the dark comes to light period it's it's true you guys like i don't care what you think if whether it happens tomorrow two years from now five yep. years six like it's gonna come to light at some right. point and you're you don't get you shouldn't think i'm gonna get ahead by like playing people like yeah that's and not the life you should want to live is like by playing people and getting ahead in that way like girl you probably thought like two years and get, like, oh i'm good lottery i don't think would be considered a gift no that's what i'm saying that's the part that it kind of confused me on like how that works because yeah. it's a lottery winning and i only i know that gifted things you can like keep as separate property when right. you're already married right um so i don't know how it works do you with prove that it's a lottery? gift huh how, how would you be able to prove that it's a gift? Like if something, if you got um like a house and say like my oh, like an inheritance parents, or something, like, yeah, they gave it to me as a gift. Uh -huh. Like have this, uh -huh. that would be my property. Like right. it wouldn't because I was married. It doesn't but mean we it's were not married. Far. Yeah, so that's your really <laughs> <my property. laughs> like. But if but it was like different if say I bought a house, right? Then that would be our because yeah. we're married. It would be right. our property damn yeah she really fucked up that's honestly yeah. that's really messed up because she, she not only dropped like the the fucking news of divorcing him after 25 years he probably had no idea they were even having yeah. that she was even having issues with him you know and so to just drop him like he's nothing like girl what yeah you pay up and even pay think about up. the flip of that like what if they did have like a horrible marriage right and she yeah. won the lottery, lied about it. So yeah. now she's like, cool, I got out of this horrible marriage. I got money. And she fumbled the bag because she lied about it, which right. could have potentially at least kept some of it. Now Half she lost it. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -uh. Like, but she was, so way, she was sharing it with her friends because they all went into the, like, they all paid for the lottery ticket. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like you're okay to okay. Mm -mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I was like, so when I seen this story, I was like, oh my god, I remember reading about that because I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like that's so messed up. So I had to find it, and good thing they already had like an article about it. And I was like, that's that's rough. Like you said, she fumbled the bag. She did. Yeah. So, is this the last one? Yeah, that was my last one. Okay. <laughs> okay, this one's funny. <laughs> Today, I fucked up by buying my wife a bra. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's like, yes. let him loose. And this me. person apparently is a frequent uh, poster because it says, yes, I fucked up again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's he's curved from like curb your enthusiasm right i really actually don't feel i've done anything wrong my wife disagrees so we'll tell him what's up david i mean uh-huh sorry i meant he's like the guy from curb your enthusiasm yeah he's like i don't uh i didn't do nothing wrong but yeah. like she apparently you know she has a problem so all summer she has been complaining about her sweaty tits <laughs> how she's ruined how she's ruining all her good bras with cheb sweat what i don't know cheb sweat i've never heard titties be called that but all right <laughs> she's paranoid about under boob sweat lines etc etc now this isn't my first rodeo so i stuck to just sympathetically listening and nodding at appropriate times smart man no comments that could be misconstrued as me criticizing her breasts or her sweatiness or anything like it. In parentheses, he put she's not even any more sweaty than the average person and her breasts are incredible, but I digress. <laughs> I just need to make that clear. Yeah, like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the situation. However, yeah. you know, I'm trying to help her out. I absolutely no way in hell was I going to try to solve her problem. Only a husband who is an idiotic I don't know. Mis Misogynist? It doesn't say all that, but like, I think that's what they meant. Would okay. do that, right? It says M-A-S-O-C-H-I-S-T. Okay. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna just go with that. Okay. <laughs> but then last week I got an email from the company she buys her period pants from. I didn't know that there was period pants. I'm gonna... Oh, I couldn't... Is it those underwear? Yeah. The idea that I'm having a period pants, I've never heard of it, but like it does not sound like something I would want to use. Yeah. How do you change it out? Huh? You know what? Okay, first of all, I'm gonna stop this for a second because now we're gonna get on to periods because trigger warning to the men watching. Um, I seen this girl was like, Oh, like, you know, tampons they're not good for you, this and that, and like pads, like whatever. And so she was saying how she was gonna use a menstrual cup, right? Uh -huh. And I just want to know, like, if you're at home, that's one thing. You can very much empty it out and wash it and do what you got to do. But what the fuck are you going to do if you're at the mall and you got to go change that shit? How are you going to leave the stall, go wash it, rinse it out, whatever, in the common area of everybody, and then go back inside and, huh? How does that work? <laughs> How does that work? I'm really honestly curious. That's a really good question because like, especially if there's a line, which yeah. for girls bathrooms, especially like, anywhere, there's always a fucking line. Yeah. And the things are out in the open. People are coming and going. So they're yeah. going to see you. And then you're putting like the blood in the, huh? 
okay i would at least hope that you're putting the blood in the toilet then going i guess you to don't the think sink it's gonna drip like when she goes know. to turn it around and like rinse it out like and oh, rinse is rinsing it out really sanitizing it enough to shove it back in there and like what do you sanitize it with that you can stick back up in there yeah you know what i'm saying i just have a lot of questions a it lot would have to be and, okay i would think hot water would be like what you could use a better choice yeah but if you're out in public not all places are going to have hot water and you. sometimes the tap water does not smell right so <laughs> i'm thinking like walmart okay like yeah I... I don't know that's a really good question i guess you would have to wait till you got home but is that okay but if it leaks like what the fuck oh you're saying like if it's already like coming yeah, out yeah like let's say like you've oh. been out all day shopping around the mall you're like let me go pee real quick before i go to the next store you go to take that out and you're like oh shit it's full what do you do there's no sink for you to you know do it right there in the stall like you would have to literally pull your pants up leave the stall rinse it out what if there's a line now you got to stand back in line before you can yeah. go girl that yeah how is that better i don't know i just I have i've to. never used um i've never used a cup before me neither so i think it's like a newer trendier thing now i, had a I get it for the, i get like, it for I, the planet but like i don't periods are already an inconvenient thing right so like why do i have to go out of my way to do the most inconvenient thing when i should just be doing the convenient thing for myself because i'm already inconvenienced by bleeding right like what the fuck it's not i just feel like there's so many other things that could like help with global warming and like climate control and all this shit and like pollution and all that like why do women have to be always the ones to make a sacrifice you know what right. i mean be inconvenient cool. and uncomfortable yeah why is it up to us to be the fucking saviors like <laughs> i don't understand good question but you know good I point. <laughs> okay um let's see <clears throat> okay the way that he puts in parentheses like backstory is just so funny so but then last week i got an email from the company she buys her period pants from in parentheses he said each newsletter sent sign up gets money off their order so a while back she had also signed up using my email address to get an extra promo code i don't have a menstrual product fetish or anything i swear <laughs> anyway okay sure he said anyway the subject line caught my eye the sweat proof bra a match made in leak proof heaven <laughs> okay good marketing <laughs> It's been hot out here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Obviously, any sane person would delete the email. But as I said, I'm an idiotic. God damn it. They used the M word again. Okay. I'm an idiot. Okay. Plus, the email said this bra would be my wife's quote unquote new breast friend. <laughs> he said, who was I to keep okay, it from the her breast friend? <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. But so far, it sounds like he's trying to look out for his wife. He really is. Okay, so I'm here for that. Huh? I'm here for that. Right. That's so nice. Yeah. So I checked out the sizes of her other bras and then placed an order. It arrived an hour or so ago. I knew what it would be, so 
I handed it to her unopened. Uh, here, babe, this is for you. Oh, what is it? It's a bra. At this point, I see the glint in her eyes and realize my mistake. Sure enough, instead of the sexy lingerie she was hoping for, she pulls out her large beige utilitarian looking sweatproof bra. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you can imagine how it went from there and my foolish muttering of but but the ad said it would be your new best friend didn't <laughs> help matters because apparently I'm the only sweaty tit here. <laughs> I don't he has to be like British or something. Yeah. He said because apparently I'm the only sweaty tit here. I don't find her sexy anymore. I'll have you know that those sweaty breasts fed and nourished our children and just just what exactly am I getting at anyway? Am I trying to say she has saggy boobs, that she needs a new bra, a more supportive one for her aging sag bags? This is just like me to try to solve a problem rather than letting her vent. So yeah, that went well. She has taken the kids to their swimming lessons and then out for ice cream. So I have two hours or so to try to salvage things somehow. Crotchless pants? Question mark? <laughs> Four fucking sisters. He's not buying clothes. Don't buy her clothes. He doesn't like it. <laughs> I think he meant for himself. Like he was gonna wear them oh. and he's gonna come home. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> that's gonna make things better. No, bro. Four fucking sisters and not one of them is free to answer the phone. Four iterations of sorry, I'm busy. Is this an emergency text? So I'm on my own with this one. I think she'll be more listen willing to listen to my apology when she returns. She knows I'm a well-meaning idiot, and I think she's beautiful, sexy, and deserving of lingerie, not beige, sweat-eating monstrosities. Aww. I think he definitely was trying to do the right thing and make things yeah. easier for her. And I think she was probably just embarrassed and not expecting her husband to buy her such an ugly bra. Like, you couldn't have found the sweatproof one in a nicer print or... Uh -huh. I think he had very good intentions. I think so. I but also, I, th I think more that specific thing is definitely more about the thought than it was like what it actually was. The item, yeah. The fact that like he thought like, oh, he heard her. Like he literally yeah, heard and her. he took action without her having to ask. Yeah, like he, he was thinking he was trying to help her. And really, so, it came to him. He didn't go out looking for a sweatproof bra. It yeah. literally came to his email because she okay. signed him up for the email newsletters to get a code. So you know, like, I, mean, I think it was nice. I think she'll get over it certain situation that like kind of like this but not mm -hmm. so I guess he was saying his wife is having a hard time at work and she was stressed out a lot so she was stress eating so mm -hmm. she was gaining weight mm -hmm. I guess she made a comment about the fact that she wanted to lose weight whatever he I guess goes to the gym a lot and he said that he paid for her to he either paid for he like made a meal prep for her like mm -hmm. had it all ready mm -hmm. and then paid for her to go to the gym turns out she wasn't doing that and she was still eating more at work like she would take the food eat that and then eat more at work mm -hmm. and he was saying how he got really upset with her because he's like dude I'm doing all these things for you and you're not taking it you know like so she can get back to the regular weight and so mm -hmm. my boyfriend brought it up to me he brought up the story to me he's like like what do you think about that yeah. and I, was like, I, I was like it's one thing if she you know asked for the help Mm -hmm. I was like, but it honestly kind of sounds like his intention wasn't in the right place. Like if he would have said to get you healthier, like if you to like where you want to be at, right. Rather than to get her back, her body back to the place that it was before. Like, it just yeah. seems like he's doing it more for himself. Like than he has for an her. ulterior, what is it? 
ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, I think what could have been would have been more helpful was the stress factor. Like right. The reason why it's happening is because she's stressed at work. It's yeah. not because like she's stress eating because of work. Right. You know? So I'm like, I don't think it's he just went about it the wrong way and it sounds like it's more for him than it was to help her out. Yeah. But in this case, it sounds like he was just trying to help her out. Yeah. So, I think like, so too. Yeah, so there's a difference like you can tell when something is not with the right intentions and when something is and this right. one sounded like it was really just the right intentions and I feel like it's nobody's business like how much or how often she's eating like right that's really up you to know? her and the fact that like like you said she's stressed out at work the fact that like you could be doing everything for someone but still they have to want it for themselves so, yeah like, maybe it goes deeper like maybe if that's you know what she like her go-to kind of um coping mechanism I coping guess? yeah coping mechanism yeah. maybe she needs to like talk to someone like maybe yeah, it's exactly rooted and you making her feel bad about it is not gonna help her get to the solution you know exactly, like that's what yeah. that. but and especially like with weight and with eating and with yeah body, like you just don't do that and it's like, and again, it's like, don't push it, like you said. And then it's yeah. the fact that he said, oh, to get her back to the body she was at before. Like, if right. that's what you're concerned about and not the fact that she's stressed the fuck out, like, yeah. that's the problem. You're making you know? her feel guiltier. And then throwing it in her face that, oh, I'm doing all this for you. It's like, don't do it for me then. Like, that's not going to help me anyways. Exactly. You know? I didn't ask you to help me. I was yeah. talking to you. Yeah. So those were all the stories. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And Gina's going to give us some wisdom. Yeah, those were some people's fuck ups and other people's not fuck ups, but their partners fuck ups. Right. We learned from them all. <laughs> okay. So keep this in mind. There is no sense in punishing your future self for the mistakes of your past. Forgive yourself, grow from it, and then let it go. Let it go. Let go, let God. Let go and let God. <laughs> yeah, no control. Right. Nothing you could do about it. Nothing. So don't fester in it. Don't let it overtake you. Like we said last week, you don't have to you don't have to control your thoughts. You have to just stop letting your thoughts control you. So don't let them keep you up at night of all the fuck ups you've had. We've all made mistakes. It's fine. You know, as long as you learn from it and you move on and you solid. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We can't wait to see you guys next week. You see us next week. And we're getting closer and closer to our season finale we're so close we're it's so crazy. close y'all we're already kind of you know coming up with our concepts of our new rebranding and mm-hmm. it's coming together pretty nice looking like, really cute. So ourselves <laughs> it's looking really really cute so yeah so really be excited. on the lookout season three we're seasoned podcasters at this point you know like almost 50 episodes that's actually insane yeah because if you start playing from the first episode all the way through it would take almost probably like because some of them are less than an hour so it would yeah. probably take up at least two days of full content which is insane yeah like insane. i don't know if you guys want to you know just leave us on you know think about somewhere it. you know <laughs> you don't have to listen you just have to give us the like and the download and the <laughs> the watch we're almost at 700 total listens which just on the uh, podcast platforms because Uh YouTube does not count. So if you guys are watching it on YouTube, please just go to Spotify or Apple or Google or Amazon podcast 
and just mark it played. You don't even have to listen to it again. Just mark it played. It helps us out so much. And yeah. just gets more, more numbers there for our analytics. And we can see who's really riding with us because it's a beautiful you journey. That, like, you want to only do it through YouTube because there's the video. Spotify also shows the video of this. So, you know, if it counts more towards the podcasting ones, just go on there. Yeah. And you'll get to see both. You'll get both best of both worlds there too. Right. It's the same exact video that is posted on YouTube that goes on to yeah. Spotify. So you're not missing out on nothing. All the cheese may you need is right here. <laughs> <laughs> but like Gina said, we'll see you next week. We love you guys so much and peace. Bye.